Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. When it comes to listing your home for sale, everyone and their mom has advice. Oh, honey, who's going to want to buy this place on a cul-de-sac? It's literally a dead end. But for professional advice, a REMAX agent actually knows best. Let's start with a neighborhood analysis. I've been seeing lots of buyers looking to move here. REMAX is the most trusted name in real estate. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Based on 2022 BrandSpark American Trust Study. Each office independently owned and operated. Welcome to the Smirconish Podcast for independent minds. You remember my... 4.67 Uber rating, 4.67. <laughs> uh, I want everybody to know that I've gotten it up to 4.70. Hey. Yeah. Wow. I was I was in Orlando a week ago today. I didn't tell you this, but I was in Orlando a week ago today at a, at a big convention style hotel. Well, you did because you posted the trapeze artist. That's right. And I want, no, but this part I didn't tell you. So I wanted to go eat dinner and I, I did a quick Google and it said Charlie's Steakhouse was the place where you'd want to eat a steak nearby. So I attempted to get an Uber and the Uber driver got all the way up to my hotel and then canceled me inexplicably. Why? You know how you can track no, your no, Uber I totally driver? Get it, but why? He got I like I waited ten minutes and he got all the way to my hotel. Didn't make eye contact with me, but I could see where and like then he, as if he canceled pulled, me. Like pulled through the circle? Uh, essentially, yes. Okay, I'm just trying to think Bizarro. from an Uber driver's perspective. Bizarre. Why would you do that? Like, you got a better offer? I don't know. I don't know. That is, and I'd already, and really, I, really I had strange. already, I'd already had one respond, and then very quickly drop off, which I wondered if that was attributable to my poor Uber rating. I, I just don't know. I, I'm noting, TC, I'm keeping a service diary, and I'm, I'm going to be talking about my in Larry David style things that have happened to me recently that are service related. I, I think that there are. There are such struggles for employees going on right now that the service that many of us are getting across a whole uh, spectrum of the economy are horrible. But I, I want to know if it's only me. No. And I'll talk about that on a different we day. We have to talk about it because I thought of you the other day when I wanted to jump over the counter and fix something. And I can't remember what it was you now. Have. Shoot. But I I absolutely was like, this is what Michael's talking about. All he wants to do is make the world a better place. Right. I'm on a crusade to improve <laughs> humanity and, and, and service. Okay. So my, my Uber rating is one metric value related to me and automobiles. Now there's another one and things have gotten Worse. Let me begin this way. At Smirconish.com today and consequently in the Daily Newsletter, a CNBC story that I thought was really interesting. Elon Musk, known for spontaneous mass communication, including emails he dashes off to all Tesla employees. CNBC has obtained some of the emails that he has recently sent to his workforce in one email sent in early October. He said it was OK to listen to music on the job. 
quote, I very much support music in the factory as well as any little touches that make work more enjoyable. So that's good. The second was a harsher email reminding employees that there are only three options when Musk sends directions. Explain why he's wrong, request further clarification, or execute. By the way, I'm going to I'm going to adopt that. Explain why I'm wrong. In other words, you can't just do nothing. Request further clarification or just do it. Well, I feel like that is exactly how you live your life. That's Pretty how, cool, right? That's how I respond to your emails, mostly with the latter. At the time that he sent out that former missive, Tesla had just announced a third quarter uh, deliveries record despite the, despite the supply chain pressures, uh, most notably a chip shortage. And it had finally released the long-awaited full self-driving beta button, allowing Tesla vehicle owners to sign up for pre-release driver assistance software to test it on public roads. Okay, so I told you recently that when one of my sons was in the car, he, you know, signed me up for the, the, the beta evaluation. And I should explain, and I'm really not good at this, Maz would be... Uh, the one who really could do a, a good job in explaining this. But I currently have, I think they call it autopilot, and the semantics are everything here. Oh, no, it's not this, it's that, blah, 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 blah. Here's what I have. Here's what I have. And I had to pay extra for this feature on my car. What I have is something that allowed me on Saturday morning as I'm driving to do my CNN program. It is a function where on the stalk on the right side of my steering wheel, I double click it. Are you listening to this? And what it will do is lock in at a certain mile per hour, like cruise control, okay? Except it's not just cruise control. It will keep me within my lane and steer for me as well. So it's both acceleration or slowing down. If I, if, if, I, if I set it, TC, at 55 and there's a car in front of me going 40, then my car will come up behind that car, stay at a proper distance, and slow down. And then if that person peels off the road or if they go faster, then I resume my speed. I'm just trying to explain to you, what does my car currently do? Will it change lanes to go around no. the slow car? No. Okay. But the beta version will. So I'm glad that you bring that up because, you know, one of the, one of my points of confusion is what is it that the beta people are getting? And there aren't too many of them for reasons I'm about to explain, but what do they have that I don't have? Um, Changing lanes is apparently one of those. I, I, I just did a rudimentary search online. What is the difference between Tesla's enhanced autopilot and full self-driving? Enhanced autopilot, which is what I have, adds the ability to change lanes using the car's sensors to note where surrounding cars are and the speeds they're traveling at. Cars equipped with the full self-driving package also have traffic and stop sign recognition. You know, I'm telling you this not just for the small percentage of people who are listening to me right now who, like me, are Tesla drivers, but the rest of you need to know what's going on in that car, right? Hey, Don't you, you want to know? You got a Tesla in front of you, well, behind you're, you're you, passing or the a side? Tesla. Don't you want to know what capability they have? Why, yes, I do. Okay. How, so, does it, how does it sense a stop sign? What if there's a tree in front of it? What if it's partially blocked by a branch? What if it's dark? So here's the deal. So they're rolling this out. I, I, I saw online that beta 
10.2, and I think they're now up to 10.5, but for 10.2, there were only 3,000 drivers in this test program where you get these enhanced features to test them out. And Tesla obviously is keeping an eye on you because they want to know, how's it going, right? Um, you needed to get in the early trial, you needed to get an evaluation score of 100. I think on, yeah, perfect score. I think that on subsequent uh, tests, don't hold me to this, but I think you need a 99. So one of my sons gets in my car two weeks ago, clicks the button so that I am now being evaluated. I am now getting a safety score. What is a safety score? It's a numeric value. The first release of the safety score is an assessment of your driving behavior based on five metrics called safety factors. These are combined to estimate the likelihood that your driving could result in a future collision. Okay? We combine your daily safety scores up to 30 days to calculate the aggregated safety score displayed on the main safety score screen of the Tesla app, yada, yada, yada. The five safety factors, forward collision warnings per 1,000 miles, hard braking, aggressive turning, unsafe following, and forced autopilot disengagement. I received my score last night. <clears throat> I picked up my son at the <clears throat> at the train station. And on the way home, I said, hey, remember when you registered me for that? Yeah. I said, well, what's my score? So without further ado, my safety score, again, for Tesla to give you the new features to be in this testing protocol, you've got to be 100, maybe 99. 98 for 10.5. Oh, okay. 98. Well, there's no risk of that. I am an 82. Ooh. I am an 82. <laughs> and what, what they say, by the way, is you, you need to, you know, please be an 80 or higher. Yeah, here it is. The safety score is intended to provide drivers transparency and feedback of their driving behaviors. The safety score is a value between zero and 100, where a higher score indicates safer driving. Key part, most drivers are expected to have a safety score of 80 or above barely made it. So, I'm I'm good on aggressive turning. Like I have a green rating. I only uh, I have a 1.3%er on that. On hard braking, I'm in a caution area, TC. I am a 1.7%. So, no sweat on aggressive turning or on hard braking. Well, slight sweat on hard braking. Matt. Sounds like you're like a little bit. Okay. So, uh forward collision warnings, I'm in the red area. I've got a 27.3 average. What does that mean? You, you're like, you, they're, they're, warning you, they're warning you that you're about to hit something? Forward collision warnings are audible and visual alerts provided to you, the driver, in events where a possible collision due to an object in front of the vehicle is considered likely without your intervention. Events are captured based on the medium forward collision warning sensitivity, yada, yada, Wait, yada. Is, is that, could that be from parking in the garage downstairs? Yeah, I'll bet it is. Because mine beeps at me every time. So that's is. what it is. Here's my issue. And my son said, said to me last night, Dad... Tesla's got your number. Uh oh, where are you? Where where else are you in the red? Unsafe following. Forty. Come on. Forty three point seven. You're that guy. F- Apparently, I am. I, are you that guy? Are you that That's guy? really bad. Yeah, I know. No, I've driven with you. I've never noticed that. You've been in my car like less than five times. 
right? Right. But if you're that bad, you would think I would notice and be like, God, let so, get me out so, of here. Okay. So I have, I have a 43.7. Let me just give you the paragraph on this for unsafe following. Unsafe following. Right. Your Tesla vehicle measures its own speed, the speed of the vehicle in front, and the distance between the two vehicles. Okay. Based on these measurements, your vehicle calculates the number of seconds you would have to react and stop if the vehicle in front of you came to a sudden stop. This measurement is called headway. Unsafe following is the proportion of time where your vehicle's headway is less than 1.0 seconds relative to the time that your vehicle's headway is less than 3.0 seconds. Unsafe following is only measured when your vehicle is traveling at least 50 miles per hour and is incorporated into the safety score formula to a percentage. Don't worry, there's not much more. Unsafe following, while on autopilot, is not factored into the safety score form- formula. The percentage shown in the app, this is, this is what you want to listen to. The percentage shown in the app is the percentage of unsafe following When driving and autopilot is not engaged, the value is capped at 60% in the safety score. And I am a 43.7. So that's what crushed me. That is what crushed me. And I I come in at... But they're talking about 50 miles an hour or faster. So we're not talking about like a fender bender. We're talking about you are trailing people. That is so wrong. So I am so I am come in, coming in at an 82. So of course because Maz nothing. Because of course Maz is the guy who turned me on to to Tesla. You know, last night we went back and I'll show you mine, show me your kind of thing. Maz is an 84. I'm an 82, he's an 84. And he said to me, well, first of all, he said to me, I was a 91 until I was driving the kids to sports this weekend. Okay, Matt. I was going to say, I literally, it's so funny that you said that because in my mind, when he was guest hosting, he made reference to it. And I was like, wait a minute, he was in the 90s. What happened? Yeah. Maz Maz is an 84. Oh, yeah. He had a bad weekend. Yeah, he had a bad weekend. But his observation is the exact same thing that I said to my son last night, which is, Aren't I the guy who should be in the pilot program? In other words, what is Tesla going to learn when they give the enhanced features to the 98, 99, or 100 percenters? They should give it to Maz and me. <laughs> like, we're the guys who need it, apparently. I read, I read that some investor, some very wealthy Tesla investor, got to try it out. Guess what his safety score was? Hmm. Very unusual. And a Tesla investor. A Tesla investor. Tell me. Got Tesla got to try it out. Yeah. 37. Holy smokes. And they're like, this is, he's just got, he just got a nod. So like, he, he just got he, to try it. He couldn't, he couldn't, he couldn't have any of knows? it. Yeah. It's really, um, it's really an amazing thing. I've said this before that the biggest reaction that I have to my whole Tesla experience, and I, and I really do. I really do enjoy and appreciate the vehicle. This is the future. Like for the first time in my life, I'm on the vanguard of, of what's going to come and, and so forth. It is amazing to me. It is. I, I mean, I, I think that I am, despite the 82 score, I think that I'm a good driver. Unsafe uh, following forward collision warning. <laughs> so, but I, I'm kind of shocked that these features are being rolled out all around us. I really am that that there's not more. I'm not advocating for more government intervention. I'm just saying I'm kind of surprised at the way this all works, that 
all of this technology is already on the roadway before it's perfected. Isn't there like this a, is why I, I tweeted at Musk last night. Isn't that Yes, you did, which showed everybody your safety score. I've been laughing ever since. Isn't there some kind of CYA situation, though, where they say you have to keep your hands on the wheel and be ready to react? Sure. They're not just rolling it out. They are just kind of rolling it out. They, they really are. I mean, but you're not allowed to like you're not supposed to be sleeping in the front seat. No, of course not. And I and I don't. And my hands are always, you know, there and so forth. But here they are, TC, going from, you know, 10.2 to 10.5. Is the government approving every one of these enhancements? I don't think so. It has to. You can't I go- don't I, I do not believe there's there is an academic at uh, at Duke. I've had her on my program. We should get her back and talk about this, about how they're able to do this with with such mild intervention by the federal government. Anyway, I am a 4.7 Uber passenger. I am an 82. It's like my SAT score. I am an 80. I am an 82 safety score for Tesla for the time period of October 25. Actually, I've had it for a while. October 25 through November 21. That is my safety score. I mean, there is room for improvement. And I think that in the next month, Michael, you can really bump that up. It's, it's, it's interesting. Hey, one other, obs- one other observation, because I, I said, you know, Maz and I both believe that we who are in the 80 club ought to be the ones to get the beta. But a lesson for everybody, Tesla or not, is this not headed into an insurance realm? Right. I mean, don't you think an insurance company would love to know who's the 82 now they do and who's the <laughs> and who's the 99 and and should this should what I just described for you impact your rates? I mean, I wouldn't do so well if this were known to my okay. carrier. My but, carrier like, only knows whether I've been in an accident and I haven't since high school. Well, that's what I was about to say. So like knock on wood, you haven't, right? No, but but it, it, isn't there an interesting question here as to whether this info, for, frankly, many people who are listening to me right now would probably be thrilled if their insurance company had their safety score because their rates would come way down. Doesn't, doesn't the market kind of demand that the people who have the worst safety scores pay the greatest sum for their insurance? Notwithstanding collisions, I I think so. That's where I think we're really headed with this. Anyway, lot to lot to think about, isn't there? The Smirconish Podcast for independent minds. Listen to Michael Smirconish live weekdays from nine a.m. to noon east on Sirius XM's POTUS channel one twenty four or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try-on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try-on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. 
Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details.